Hey there folks, it's Kristen Williams and today I have some clips from a radio show I did with Swirl Radio, which is a clear channel radio show. Ironically, after I was interviewed, the host, Michelle Miao, went on to interview infamous turf leader, Kathy Brennan. Kathy did a lot of talking about how she's not a bigot and how trans women are actually men and should be kept out of women's spaces, air quotes, and how she doesn't actually really support AB 1266. And that would be the California law that protects kids who are trans from discrimination. So that's a really interesting interview, and I encourage you to head over to Swirl Radio and check that out. On a side note, in a lot of the interviews that Kathy has been given, she makes a big deal out of how gender identity and the laws are not well-defined. In fact, that's a criticism that the Pacific Justice Institute lobs against, you know, the protection for trans children. I find it ironic that Kathy, uh, a, a person who is not a bigot, according to her, uses the exact same argument that the Pacific Justice Institute uses against these laws which protect trans children. I would say that gender identity is just as well defined as maybe mm, sex is in these various laws. You see, a law doesn't get into the minutia of what ifs and what if this happens and what if that happens and exactly how this policy will be implemented. No, that's not how things go. You know, so if you have a state and that state has an agency who issues state IDs, well, the state is going to make a policy that we are going to have state IDs. And then those agencies are going to make policies that are in line with that law. And that's exactly how these gender identity laws are going into effect. These laws are just as well defined as any other law and then the agencies who are responsible for implementing these laws then comes up with reams and reams of procedure detailing exactly how they're going to carry out this policy in order to comply with that law. And that's what's happening in California. It's what's happened all over the nation uh, regarding trans protections for students in schools. It's been that way for a decade or more. And, uh, you know, what we're finding time and again is that these right-wing organizations and people like Kathy Brennan, like, get all excited every time yet another hoax surfaces about some trans kid supposedly acting badly in the restroom. Recently, two hoaxes came out, uh, and both of them supposedly trans people acting badly in the restrooms, and, of course... Uh, people like Brennan, people like uh, the Pacific Justice Institute took to the media in droves to decry these laws as being not well-defined and how they actually hurt people. Consider how Fox News spins this. Um, all right, now, the, the second right one issue, is in Colorado. We predicted this yeah. would happen here, and of course the left-wing press went wild. But um, more and more school districts are saying that if you're a tra transgendered person, you don't, and that's subjective, you don't have to prove that, um, you can go and use any bathroom you want, any right. locker room you want. Right. So what's happening, Guilfoyle, so in Colorado? So this is a challenging situation, and there's also a parallel from California we talked about previously on this program. See, 
there's that narrative again. It's all subjective. Nothing's well-defined. It's all kind of out there. We don't know who's doing what. They can use the boys' and the girls' bathroom. They could use it both at the same time. It's all hyperbole. It's all hyperbole. And of course, Kathy Brennan is right in the mix. And isn't it strange how none of these news people, these uh, cisgender news people, whether it's from Fox News or ABC, how they never ever think to fact check the claims that these, uh, quote, conservative organizations, these hate groups, these bigot groups make about these trans kids or laws that protect trans kids. And speaking of ABC News, here they are unquestioningly repeating as news the claims of one of these anti-trans hate groups. A new effort is underway in San Diego to overturn a new state law allowing some school children the right to use any bathroom they choose. New at 6, 10 News reporter Michael Chan explains why organizers say a petition drive is a race against time. Among those who pushed for that law is Keenan Gottlieb, now a college freshman. Born a female, Gottlieb began transitioning to life as a male several years ago. He says a simple thing like choosing the right bathroom prevents discomfort and mental anguish. It helps uh, with self-esteem, it helps with dignity, it helps you not having to worry about not being able to be your true self. You're able to focus on your studies. Gottlieb says claims that accommodating transgender students will lead to rampant abuse is fear-mongering. There are other school districts such as LA Unified School District that have policies that have been very successful. In response, Reese points out a recent case in which an LA area high school student complained to her school that a transgender boy harassed her and peeked at girls over the stalls. The girl's family has hired an attorney but has yet to file a lawsuit. Meanwhile, leaders of the petition drive say they have already collected 500,000 signatures. If they get the number of valid signatures they need, they will go to court to block the law from taking effect in January. Michael Chen, 10 News. With so much at stake, you would think that the reporter would, oh, I don't know, fact check uh, the claim made by this anti-trans group. But you know what? He didn't. He didn't. Didn't even bother. He didn't pick up the phone. It never occurred to him that these cisgender people who are fighting against trans kids would lie to him. So, of course, I had to do his job for him and fact check it. And if I sound a little peeved at this particular report, it's because the news reporter knows that he was lied to. In fact, days ago, he was told that he was lied to, and he responded that he would do fact-checking also. And you know what? The story is still up on the site with no corrections. The, the video still is running as is. That misinformation is still out there informing the opinion of the electorate, who will, by the way, be voting on whether or not trans kids deserve to have equality. So here's the LA school district debunking that claim repeated by the ABC News reporter. Mm -hmm. um, they did get the complaint and it turned out that it was fabricated by one of the parents who opposes the two transgender students in schools. So, I mean, it was an unfortunate situation to, to have to put the students through, but it was, it, it was fabricated. It was fabricated. In other words, it's a lie. 
It's a lie designed to make people discriminate against trans kids, and this reporter is helping them do it every day that goes by, and he leaves up that story reporting as fact the false claims of this hate group. He is complicit in any of the hardship that trans kids endure because their rights were stripped from them by people like him who helped these right-wing groups target trans kids. Kids. Children. These are kids. Pour yourself a drink. Sit back and relax. It's time for Swirl Radio. A blended affair with Michelle Mia. Ooh! Happy Halloween! Well, I guess it's Halloween weekend. Welcome to Swirl, your A through Z, covering the LGBT, LMNOP, and everyone in between show. I'm Michelle Miao, your host. We're broadcasting from the gay epicenter of the universe, and that is San Francisco. Swirl is presented by Pacific Fertility Center. When life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. On Swirl tonight, Kristen Williams of TransAdvocate.com caught wind of a story circulated by the conservative organization Pacific Justice Institute about a Colorado transgender teen harassing young girls in the bathroom. She decided to investigate and found shocking lies the organization is spreading. Kathy Brennan, a lesbian radical feminist, talks to us about what it means to be a radical feminist. The rest of the crew, Captain Lou with his antics, some of the inclusionists, Alex with sports, Shaw Rednauer of Love, Life, and Sex, It's More Than a Feeling, It's All Things Mia, and out with Javi B. Don't go away. Kristen Williams of Trans Advocate coming up next. SwirlRadio.com. Entertainment, news, and politics. It's all right here with Michelle Miao. It's Swirl Radio year A through Z, covering the LGBT, LMNOP, and everyone in between show. I'm Michelle Miao, your host. Earlier, we announced that Governor Jerry Brown had signed into law AB 1266, a new bill that will allow transgender students to use a bathroom that they identify with. A conservative group, Pacific Justice Institute, has resorted to scare tactics to convince Californians to sign a referendum to repeal the new law that becomes effective January 1st, 2014. The organization went as far as reporting that a young 16-year-old transgender female in Colorado was already harassing girls in the bathroom. Our next guest is from Trans Advocate and did her own digging around to find the truth about this organization and the mainly what we believe false reporting of the story. So let's welcome Kristen Williams to Swirl. Kristen, welcome to Swirl. Having me. So this bogus story that PJI, I'll just call him PJI for short, which, by the way, Brad <laughs> Dacus has been on the show back when AB 1266 had just passed. He mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just said that there wasn't anything against transgender students, but that he felt that the bill should be less vague. So obviously now he, you know, the story is turned around and he's just become so hateful. Tell us about this story that his organization is circulating around. His organization has for weeks fished about looking for someone to be the poster child to warn people that should trans kids be protected from discrimination, you know, X-rated beans will break out in all of the schools across California. So he found a trans youth in Colorado who was going to school, and the way things happened was the first I heard about it was through a PJI press release, which asserted that, uh, among other things, that this kid was a predator, that they were claiming.
claiming to be transgender, but they were actually a male, hanging out in the girls' restroom and harassing the girls. And this was picked up by a right-wing media outlet and soon became an international story. I became skeptical because uh, in this press release, it didn't quote the school, the Mm -hmm. school administration. There were no parents quoted, no kids quoted, no one apparently had done anything. Well, after I dug around, I called the superintendent of the school, and she confirmed that they had, in fact, done an investigation, found that those claims are false. Secondly, I dug a little bit deeper. I found out that the chronological order of what happened was a little bit off from what was being reported in the media. Actually, what happened was that the student, the 16-year-old girl, was in school, and her parents got a call from the school letting them know that booze crews were descending upon the school to talk about their daughter's right to be able to use the restroom. And so that was the first time anyone heard about this so-called complaint. There was no complaint filed until that moment. It was a media stunt. And when the superintendent came out and uh, debunked their claims, PJI kind of backed off. And what they said was, well, you know, it's actually the mere existence of this trans kid that was they say. <laughs> Uh, I think it was inherently harassing and intimidating right. cisgender people. So that's the story. And, of oh, course, geez. Fox News is still running it on their side. You also that's even right. spoke to the transgender student, you know, in question of these activities that they're accusing her of. And this all has, has yes. affected her family and herself in a, in a huge way, right? Oh, yes. It caused panic attacks. And it's really just destroyed her life. I talked to the mother, and the mother was just bawling, you know, beside herself, when this came out in the right-wing media, what happened were adults across the globe began talking about how best to deal with this supposed predator. And lots of times, their suggestions included sharp instruments and doing things to the parents. And of course, all of that's still on Fox News' website. You know, they haven't taken those comments down. Right. And that's actually how the kid found out that the story had kind of gone international. And she found it, and she found all those statements. And the parents learned about how people felt about them personally, that they should die. And it's just chilling in a way that I don't have words to really express. Michelle Miao with Swirl. We'll be back with more of Kristen Williams of transadvocate.com all right after Alex with sports. Michelle Miao here with Swirl. We're speaking with Kristen Williams of Trans Advocate, and we're talking about AB 1266 and this conservative group, Pacific Justice Institute, that is resorting to the scare tactics, the same scare tactics that the Prop 8 people, right? Because uh, I, I believe that the policy director of NOM, or the National Organization of Marriage, okay. is the same guy who worked on Prop 8, and they spread all kinds of lies about the community to kind of Mm -hmm. scare people into signing this petition that they have going around, right? Exactly. In fact, we got on tape these signature gatherers lying to people to trick them into signing the petition to support the repeal of AB 1266. The claims that they're making to people is that this law 
past so that gay men can pick and choose which restroom that they want to go in so that they can indeed use both restrooms. They can hang out in the girls' restroom. They can hang out in the guys' restroom. That's what they're telling people. I I can't think of a more gross misrepresentation of what this bill is about. It's about protecting transgender children. Right, which is, is, it's so sickening. And you just, you know, hit it on the nail there. We're we're talking about the rights of children. And the only people who are speaking up and who are up in arms about this bill that the governor has already signed are these adults. So my next question, I don't know if any research has been done in terms of students and how they feel about the bill, but it appears that it really is these adults who are making up these crazy, crazy lies and who are upset about the bill. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. And in fact, these California-style protections exist throughout the nation and have for about a decade. Even in America's most conservative states, Texas, for instance, these California-style protections exist in, let's see, the Houston School District, El Paso, San Antonio, Dallas, Fort Worth. They exist in virtually every single university in Texas. And if you notice, just listen to the rhetoric that they spin whenever they're talking about these policies that have been in existence for years. They'll they'll predict doomsday scenarios. You know, doom is just around the corner. And if you allow transgender kids to be equal to cisgender kids, well, you know, bad things are going to happen. Do they have that? No, they don't. What they do is they go out and lie to people to get signatures. They misrepresent the law, and they are willing to sacrifice the life of a 16-year-old kid in Colorado. That's so horrible. So what do we do? Because obviously we know here in California that the scare tactics, you know, it worked before. Uh, there are so many people who were concerned that, you know, what, what was one of their lies that gays would, would come into your church and, uh, you know, infiltrate and, you know, and we have this agenda and we'll, all your kids will then be gay. I mean, I don't know. They're saying all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy stuff. So what do we do? I think the, the deal is that we just have to keep on talking about the truth and not stop talking about the truth. They use this restroom meme because it works, because it's worked for decades. This is nothing new. They used it in the fight against the Equal Rights Amendment. They, in fact, said that should the Equal Rights Amendment pass back in the 70s, they would integrate bathrooms, but the men would be hanging out in the restrooms. And it worked. You know, when we were going through the Don't Ask, Don't Tell fight, the Pentagon's own report says that most of the concerns were about gays hanging out in the showers and the restrooms. Even back in the 50s, they were rolling it out against desegregation. The Tuscaloosa News in May 26, 1950, talk about how the Southerners were uh, not going to stand with the integration of locker rooms and bathrooms with Negroes because we have to protect Southern traditions. This is nothing new. They bring this story out, this scare tactic, and trot it out into the public because it worked. It's worked time and again. And my hope is that people catch on this time, that people won't fall for the same old rhetoric yet again. Michelle Miao with Swirl. Don't forget our television show is coming up tomorrow night at 9.30 in the evening on Coffee TV Channel 13 and 20. We speak to Stephen Yemenez, a controversial author who wrote The Book of Matt. Coming up on Swirl, we have audio graffiti, 
Kathy Brennan, a radical lesbian feminist, and out with Tavi B. All right after Sima, the inclusionist. And so now here's a preview of Kathy Brennan's uh, interview with Swirl Radio. Again, I really encourage you to go and check it out. It's uh, enlightening. Yeah, that was my next question. The LGBTQ <laughs> activist community, they do not like you. And in fact, no, they, well, they call you transphobic. And, um, you yeah, know, is that true? Yeah. Or are you, you know, transphobic? This, to me, speaks more to the fact that the GLBT community as a whole has gone down a path that I quite frankly don't support. They've gone down a path of identifying anyone with views that don't fall in line with them as being hateful, bigoted, harmful. And I think that's dangerous, and here's why. You have to have radical thought in order to push conversations along. And just because something makes you feel bad and hurts your feelings doesn't make it hateful, and it doesn't make it bigoted. Now, upon further analysis, it may in fact turn out to be hateful and bigoted, but there is this knee-jerk reaction, and as, as a gay activist, I was a gay activist for many, many years before finally I have disavowed the gay community. I, 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 they have no, you know, there's no thoughtfulness or nuance to anything they do. It's very like you're with us or against us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I was also very well trained in, you know, this is how you do gay activism. You're a bigot. You know, if you, if you think homosexuality is a sin, you're a bigot. Michelle Miao with Swirl. We have a very long discussion with Kathy Brennan, and she brings up the fact why she doesn't thoroughly support AB 1266, which is the transgender bathroom bill in California. So if you'd like to hear the full interview, head to swirlradio.com. 